0: Let's light this candle.
1: Woo! Let's light these four lights. Hey-o! hey
0: all! Oh! Ah!
1: Four! Lights! Oh, Patrick Stewart's here.
0: <laughs> all right. No, no, I not... Just uh, four yeah. lights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are four skin. Um, Whoa! No way Oh! All right, Chris, start recording now. <laughs> I've been recording for 10 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Hello oh and welcome to, we to A Star to Steer Her By, Star Trek Podcast. <laughs> this is episode 122. Woo! My name is Jake, and I'm joined by Chris,
2: Ames, and Caitlin.
0: And this is episode 122. Woo! Thank you. So this week on our show, we're going to be talking about two... Episodes, well, really one episode split into a two-part episode, as they call them, Whoa. called "The Chain of Command." Well, not "The Chain of Command," just "Chain of Command." And what is the Chain of Command? Chain, chain, chain. It's the chain I come and beat you with. That is a Firefly quote. Ah,
1: so you got to watch Firefly. Chris. Yeah, then
0: you get that joke. <laughs> it's a
1: really good show. Between re- between recording and airing, you've l- you've watched all of Firefly, and now get the joke.
0: Maybe. So anyway, yeah, so we are yeah. talking about Chain of Command. Uh, we'll just go through the, the, the high points here. So in this episode, the Enterprise is, uh, they get a call from uh, Admiral Bachev, and she's like, hey, Picard. This I'm, is
1: way longer than the actual t- teaser of the
0: episode. You're fired. And he's like, what? So he finds out that he's, Tool time. <laughs> that he's been... <laughs> Quite stylish. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh, uh, no. so uh, so he gets fired from being the captain of the we Enterprise. Might to
1: use that for the, for the theme this week. Oh, Ad- my God. By
0: Admiral Necheyev, who says, uh, we're giving your ship to this other dude, Captain Jabroni. Jellico. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're being reassigned. He's a little bummed out about it, but he's like, you know what? It's 11. So we meet Captain Jellico, who's the new captain of the Enterprise. He's the president of OCP from Robocop. Was that right? He was not the the head villain in. He was the guy that. So there was the guy. He was the ED two hundred and nine guy from RoboCop. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah, know what any it, those words mean. Anyway, he was one. I'm pretty Watch sure RoboCop. he was one of the villains from RoboCop. I know. I really do have to. Uh, we
2: do should,
1: well, actually, we really should do a ten forward. On I would love Bob. to do that. I, I do think that would be a. On He's RoboCop.
0: the one that gets anyway. So we meet Captain Jellico. Who right off the bat is rubbing people the wrong way? He's he's just he's a take charge guy. He thinks that uh, you know the ships things have been a little lax. Everyone's a little concerned because there's some shit going down with the Cardassians. So he's like, we got to be ready for battle at any time because we could be in a war. We're gonna go conduct these negotiations with the Cardassians, and I'm an expert Cardassian negotiator.
2: Also, his catchphrase is way lamer than "Make it so."
0: Yeah, it's get,
2: get it. her, d- get her done. Yeah, get it, get it done. Get her done. And I was like, look at them trying to make this a thing. Fuck you, Jellicoe. Um,
0: so essentially we... I liked
2: Jellicoe. Did you? Yeah.
0: Um, Jesus. No, well, he well, like, no it's
2: he's... not even that I liked it.
0: You I really didn't... don't like fun games. No, can well, we well, fucking did the thing we'll and then well, well, we talk about this? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought like we're we were already can. on a
1: sidetrack. So. No. No,
2: it's my fault. I started
0: Captain it. Captain Jellicoe, uh, so he comes on, he's a, bit of a, he's a bit of a taskmaster, doesn't get on with Riker, pisses a lot of people off, and then he does, starts doing these negotiations with the Cardassians that just, they don't go well because he's, he's just being a dick. Mm-hmm. He's trying to do like, he's got like this whole Vulcan hello thing where he's like, oh, you know, if he, they expect to be treated like shit, you know? Like women. Um, <laughs> Jeez, so he's, sus. So he's, I not remember yeah. this scene. I, I I bet I bet he's a misogynist. Yeah, oh, oh absolutely
2: oh, he sure. is. Because he wanted fucking Troy to change her little outfit and probably... So do we, though. Well, yes, yeah. but so that, I suspect that is, in that his is case... The
0: best, so the best thing Jellico did... And Could ever do as captain is convince Troy to dress in a uniform. So yay, Jellico.
2: Yeah, but don't you feel like his like reasoning would be something like, "Oh, because we find it too distracting because you're sexy on the bridge or something stupid." like that's what I mean. Like I feel like yes, our reasoning is let her dress
3: like an adult.
2: Yes, I think that it was correct that she should no longer be wearing pajamas. Mm. Anyway, go on, Jake. Sorry.
0: So then we find out what Picard is doing. Him and Beverly and Worf have been reassigned to the secret mission where they're going to infiltrate a secret base... Which seems weird, um, but anyway, that's what's they happening. Really, they
2: really—they don't have people trained for this. They yeah. don't have some special ops people. They need like a nine yeah, they, million they year wave, old man.
0: They wave that off with a "Oh, you're Rambo? the you're the only guy left in Starfleet that knows." <laughs> it's like the old Rambo excuse. Yeah, I—you're I, the only person that can rescue these hostages I in have, Cambodia. I have thoughts.
1: I have thoughts too, but let's get through the synopsis. Yeah.
0: So, um, so he he has to go with Bev and the, and so they do they go on this mission. They meet some fat Frankie dude and. Bev has to use her feminine. He
1: was a very for rank. <laughs> That's
0: true. He wasn't as fat as the guy from uh, the right man. And then uh, they go and they get to the uh, the the base and they're like, "Oh shit, it's actually a trap." Uh, so Bev and right and Worf escape and Picard gets captured. End of part one. Previously on Star Trek: The Next Generation. So play all that again. So we get a call back. We get a call from uh, from. Admiral Necheyev, and she tells Picard that you're fired. <laughs> uh, and then we meet uh, Captain Jalik. Jell- okay, oh, oh shit. Um, so, part two, um, and, and now the conclusion. Um, <laughs>
1: The exciting conclusion. Uh,
0: so Picard has been captured by the Cardassians. He's being held by this sadistic uh, Madred, Madred, something like that. He's this he's mad and he's red. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like this kind of sadistic interrogator guy, kind of, you know, who's really toying with Picard and wants Picard to give him some secret Federation information that it doesn't even sound like Picard has.
2: And he knows he doesn't have it. And and he, he knows because so he
0: drugs him, but then he also starts playing mind games with him and starving him and hanging hanging him up and he tries and he's trying to psychologically torture him he keeps making him uh he, he has these lights on his wall and he's like hey picard how many lights are there and there's clearly four but the guy's like no there's five because i can't count uh 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 and, um, <laughs>
2: yeah that's why because he can't count
0: uh so picard's trying to teach him math but it's not taking and um <laughs> and meanwhile uh jellico uh, and the crew of the Ener- Jellico fires Riker. Tells Riker to go fuck off, but then turns out that oh shit, we need to do this really. We're gonna we're gonna get the jump on the Cardassians that are hiding in this nebula, but we need a really competent pilot to do that. And because we've just been told throughout the series how great a pilot Riker is, uh, <laughs> he has Jellico has to go and uh, beg Riker to pilot the shuttle. It's with... another
2: goddamn Rudolph moment. What keeps happening in nah, these shows lately? That's true.
0: So uh, Riker, <laughs> Riker, with your nose so bright, won't you fly my shuttle tonight? Uh so he, he flies a shuttle, he plants these bombs and then Jellico uh has this gambit he plays. He tells the the the, the Cardassians, "Hey, you know what? Uh we're going to blow you up if you if you don't leave the nebula and give us back our and, captain." And you, you got to give back the card. So they get the card back. He's traumatized. He also
1: want those egg things. He please. he
0: wasn't he wasn't <laughs> crazy about the torture. Uh, Yeah, but he does. uh, He does. Three out of ten would not. (laughs) He does get his old job back. Worst, worst Airbnb ever.
3: (laughs) So I'm, I'm gonna plant my flag early.
2: Whoa, hot.
3: This episode mostly sucks. Oh,
1: part one, not good. Part two has some of the best Patrick Stewart acting there is, that's so the, I give it a, a here's giant the, part pass. Part two, because it's actually like it's like the the torture scenes are great. That's
3: yeah, no. The only yeah. good parts of these these episodes are the scenes with him and David Warner. Mm-hmm. Like these, just, this just is the idiot. this is a hugely beloved episode. I'm wrong. It is mostly shit. That's the, I
1: that's wouldn't say ludicrous. Shit. I'd say there's a lot of fat, to, not even fat to trim. I, I okay, don't even
3: well, know. it didn't need to be a two part.
1: No, it definitely did. I think part one just should have been different. And here's where I get stuck, is most of part one is is Picard Crusher, and I'm gonna say this right now and we'll probably come back to it, should have been row. Mm-hmm. Or oh, yeah, playing in some caves. Yeah and us and everyone else being like we don't like the new guy we're not gonna we're not gonna accept that he's does it differently than picard because we're mad that picard's not here so fuck doing our fucking job Yeah, well, yeah. they
2: were being one yeah little jellico cry-havings.
0: i i think jellico gets a real bad rap i'm
1: actually pissed because we have we have the like very nice posters by uh dusty abel they're gorgeous i think we shared them before mm-hmm. the tng because there's so many characters has a, has a good guys and a bad guys poster oh, and jellico's, no, is on, jellico on, the jellico's right? on the bad guys i don't think of him as a bad
2: guy i I think no, he just does it differently. There have certainly been plenty of evil admins. There is... But he was not going to go back for Picard.
3: There was one thing that I he thought was... He should have gone
2: back for Picard. There, there was, was one. Cause. There
3: was one thing that was kind of shitty, I thought. Like, most of his stuff was like, yeah, it was just a difference in style. But when he was like, I want four rotations, and I' right, was like, well, I talked to the department heads, and that's going to cause problems. And even then, he's still like, well, I want it. Make it work. And it's like, well, wait. Get it done. Well, I Hear what would- the problems are. Are they actually... Deal are they problems that can be dealt with or are they actually like gonna cause real issues? That was the one time where I was like, you well, know, what true, you are he being was unreasonable. Just, he
2: was just pissed off because he didn't get it, didn't make it happen. But it's like he wanted to discuss it with you. I e, yeah, he like, didn't say he no. He was going he said, to present you with the issues at hand, and then you guys could figure it out. No. So but that here's, I think, here's the thing, though. he had it up for Riker. I, for I have an excuse. I have an excuse for him
0: on that. I think. Um, I think that was much more a test of Riker. Than it was oh, like actually that. wanting the four rotations that bad. I think he kind of saw that Riker had a bigger Cop. role in um, Beard. in the in running the ship. You know, almost almost a co captaincy in some senses mm. than than Angelica wanted. won. I think he and mm. there was a lot of camaraderie between Riker and Picard. Now,
1: I like in two when they both say, "All right, ranks aside, I don't like you. I don't like you either. Here's everything that's wrong with you." They're both absolutely right.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, but again, at the same time, Jellicoe's the captain of the ship now, and like, I think that the crew, by and large, made fools of themselves, <laughs> especially Riker, and, you know, just in the way that they behaved.
3: I mean, I still think, though, like, I don't think Riker's initial thing with the rotation was unreasonable. It was, again, he, there's some issues, we need to iron these out, and he's just like, Nah. Mm. it was like you know, you're know you all about getting the ship ready for combat or whatever first of all you're way too eager for combat but second of all but you're not gonna like listen to everything when this could potentially cause a problem so you actually are kind of bad at your job
0: but he but i again the problem was rikers to solve that's that that's i think what Jellico would say it's like yeah if they're gonna cause a problem then then figure out how to solve it this is an issue for the for the xo this is not an issue for me
2: Hmm, interesting.
1: There was a point where, you know, it's like, uh, did, what, the bombs get, no, did something get, the the probe get launched, I think. Yeah. And Riker's like, oh, yeah, I didn't know you wanted to be informed about that. It's like, of course you did. Why why would you not?
0: Well, the other thing, too, is like, it's weird, right? Because on one hand, I feel that way about the rotation thing. Like, he kind of just wanted Riker to deal with it. And then when you get to that, it's like, oh, you want to say this micromanaging...
3: Yeah, so which, which is it? Yeah.
0: Pick a fucking style. You know, that's the thing.
2: You really can't have both. Also, fucking
3: don't hang up your children's shitty drawings in your ready room. No one wants to see that. I, I cannot liked, take I you actually seriously. I
1: really like that that was a detail. Get that fish out of my ready room.
3: Well, that's fair. You that's can't expect fine. him to take on his, someone else's fish. It's pants. not
1: his fish. Yeah. But
3: no, I'm sorry. I don't. I. And, you know, I. I don't know. I'm just like, look, pictures of your family, that's one thing. I don't want to see your fucking kids' drawings.
1: You don't have to go to fucking. It's not the, your the ready, ready room, thing. bro. Yeah,
2: you don't have to go. Ready, but I mean, if I'm called
3: in. If I was called in by a manager and, like, they had all these shitty children's drawings in their office, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
2: What Dude, you? people at my office have stuff from their kids all over yeah. the place. What's their wrong offices. with them is that they have kids, they can't help that. Well,
1: I'm they... saying
3: keep that shit mm. in your bedroom. Uh he probably does. He's comport- probably got tons. quarters, I mean.
1: Kids don't stop drawing when you give them pencil and paper.
3: I know. I just also he's a little old to have a kid that young.
2: I had a kid come and visit who uh was one of the one of the faculty's kids and I gave him markers and he made me a thank you card. And it's hung up in my office, so you can suck it.
3: Whoa. I just I like a I like a little uh decorum on the on the
0: bridge. It's not the or bridge. Whatever. It's basically the place. It's his. It's his office. It's his. Uh, it's his office directly. It's his off personal the masturbation chamber. Yeah.
2: No, I thought that was holodeck three. The no, captain, it's Barclay's. The captain here. has
0: a private holodeck under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: great, and it's just a. <laughs> Assuming it's just a fleshlight though. <laughs> like it's not actually even a holiday. It can be whatever he wants. It's just a it's just a thing in the desk where you can just slide it in and just be like, ah, whatever it feels yeah, like. I don't
0: I didn't mind this. I didn't mind this for a show. I I really, I actually really like the Jellico arc because I, I like that um we we get we take the crew out of their element. Mm. Yeah,
1: I like I like the jellico character and I like that there's nothing there's nothing wrong particularly with how he's doing stuff especially if you like go off jake's opinion that it's a that it's a test kind of a thing that it's learning like what your what the capacities of your crew are seeing as you're entirely new you you swoop in entirely new to this thing so you can handle this Cartassian stuff and you don't know any of these people and they don't know you so you have to you know what clock the biggest guy in the prison yard kind of a thing and make sure they know you're in charge Mm. So
0: Je- so while jellicoe has been been keeping up with the Cardassians, we have <laughs> oh. uh, Picard and company doing this fucking. This is this is the part. The, this is the part that I thought was the most American silly. This part's orders. idiotic. The the whole. Um, not only is it people who are not elite commandos being trained to do this elite commando mission, yeah. they're training themselves. Yeah, no, it's, it's not like they had like. That is weird. It's not like they had an expert like. Remi- and they're
1: all from the same ship. So really, you're, you're fucking the Enterprise
0: up entirely. Yep. It reminded me of like Armageddon when you know, like yeah, we could either we could either have Picard teach some elite commandos about this special type of yep. technology. Like even a yeah. like if Picard's the only person in Starfleet that knows about this shit, it would be so much easier to teach a a commando a young how, spry guy. how to deal with it than to teach You know, the 50 year old man, how to, um, you know, how to repel down a a fucking crevasse and and a woman. I mean, come on people, let's be realistic. (laughs) Get one of the other two people who are retired, have them
3: teach your fucking commandos. They're not doing anything. Mm. Like, that's one thing, part of the episode that really drove me insane was the fact that it's like, you have an intelligence service. We've never Mm. seen it, but we're told Starfleet intelligence exists. Why are you sending in this random captain?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, a doctor who is useless. But he's not even a random captain,
2: though. He's the captain well, of the, the fucking flag- flagship ship, yeah. of the fucking fleet. Like, like I get are you they, kidding.
3: I get that they had to get him into David Warner's hands, but yeah. the way they went about it was confusing. The worst possible yeah. way they could have. Like, just have him get captured. He's on a shuttle on his way to a fucking archaeology conference we, or something. We did
1: that with Jordy in the mines. I know, but
3: like. Just so dumb, so dumb. You could See, still I even have brought Jellico in to replace him. Like,
0: well, I would buy. it. So you remember um, the uh, the episode Ensign Roe in which Ensign Roe was introduced? Yes. yes. There was a Starfleet captain who had been manipulated by the Cardassians, yeah. into exposing the terrorists. Yep. So that the Cardassians could destroy them. Mm-hmm. Like, I would buy it if David Warner's character or his people had done something to manipulate the situation to trick Picard out but yeah. it's like they i do not believe that the sequence of events are like oh yes we knew that you were the premier yeah, expert like
1: Necheyev was the one who picked him basically yeah
0: so unless Necheyev is a double agent or <gasps> if or which is not out of the question because she's, she's 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 nasty well, she's a Starfleet admiral but she's an idiot the, but the thing is she's okay I'm gonna go on a little Necheyev thing here because, are you going
1: on this thing because you know she comes back as a character well yeah she does uh, <laughs> right. spoiler so we're not gonna know what Jake's talking about well no I'm not days. gonna even
0: talk about I'm just gonna talk about Necheyev gets a lot of shit and, and there is a pejorative Term that's not very nice uh, that people call her. It's bitch Yeah,
2: you called her it at the beginning by yeah, mistake. I know. It's mistake. Not, I know. It's well, a, I thought it
0: was a mistake. It's not a mistake. Um, <laughs> oh. But uh Chick doesn't make Because, that kind of mistake. yeah, I mean, yeah, she's 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 a total bitch. But, but, and that's not sexist because she is. <laughs> uh <laughs> but I do think that like I do not lump her in with. The evil admirals. No, she's not evil. She's just she's an just, idiot. Yeah, she's just. Well, I didn't even know she's an idiot. She's just. She's like. You know who she reminds me of? I and like and uh, do you not. I mean this in the in the best way. Jameson. She reminds me of Nancy Pelosi, in the sense of like.
2: She's like one competent human being that's female in a world of men, uh, men who were... is fucking constantly belittling her.
0: Exactly. Like I feel like she probably gets a lot of shit. And like and the fact that she she's like she's the boss of people like Picard and Jellico, she probably doesn't get as much respect as she's earned by her rank. Well mm. I
2: hope she gives uh, somebody the fuck you clap like Pelosi did at the State of the Union. Have you seen this? I haven't seen it. Oh before. yeah, I saw it. It was amazing. Good I um, but, it. But, but yeah, no, I, I
3: like we have yet, I think, to see a Starfleet Admiral who wasn't either evil, yeah. incompetent. Or stupid. Because, again, greenlighting this mission makes her stupid.
0: It was a... It was... Yeah. To do it in the way she did and to assign the personnel that she did... Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was a plot motivator. Like, the episode wouldn't happen if, the, if she hadn't made these Right, decisions. but it's
3: such a... Uh, it's, it, I've said it before. There's stuff that has to happen for plots, but this one is like... Like, it stretched credulity enough in the Enterprise incident when they send Kirk in to do all that no, shit to no steal Romulan a cloaking d-
2: device. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But even then, you can maybe sort of justify it by like, well, look, you had to send a starship, so we're going to do it this way.
2: Well, the, and, you plus, you did not... to, and you also had to send one that would be like worthwhile for them to capture. Yeah.
3: Like this, there is no reason that was explained narratively why Picard couldn't have just explained how this shit works to, like you said, like, a real commando. Mm -hmm. So
2: because of that, because there's no... How about a suburban commando? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Because there's no decent narrative reasoning for it, it just immediately collapses under its own weight. Sure. And it made it really hard for me to deal with anything in the
0: first half. But yeah, so... It's so
2: funny, none of that even bothered me until, like, right now while we're talking about it. Because at first I was just kind of like, I don't really understand why you picked these guys for this, but okay. And now I'm just like, yeah, that's fucking dumb. I don't understand it because it's not understandable.
0: And you know that the writers had the same problem.
1: Oh, we have to use Crusher because she's a regular on the show and there's nothing
0: else for her to do. Well no. like they have the same problem. They're like, okay, we need to we need to set up this scenario where Picard gets gets captured by the Cardassians. Yeah. So I guess we have to make him an expert in this thing, the the only expert in this thing in the universe, in the galaxy, and you know Crusher no, because it's three. metagenics or whatever. Yeah, it, it, like she's because she's a doctor. She that's you can why pick she's any there.
2: doctor. You well, don't need the CMO. Um, yeah, there's probably a Jax doctor out there who does. we Or C-L-R. C-L-R. She
0: could do it. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's true. Um, or Pulaski could have gone. No, because then he
3: never would have gotten captured. She
0: wouldn't have even. She would have base jumped off that. Flight. Yeah, she'd have, she'd have been snapping
3: Cardassian
0: <laughs> necks mm-hmm. left and right. Um,
2: God, I miss Pulaski.
0: And and Worf would have ridden her down. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, God. oh man!
3: I hope they had some nice goodbye sex before she left.
2: I hope she's just actually just getting stuffed full of crumpets and by then, like, Moriarty. She's just in, some, in the like, holodeck and hasn't left.
0: And there was some needless Would drama <laughs> with like the cave caven. Oh yeah. Like, I f- I oh I no! About that. And
2: then they literally just pulled like, it right out. Right like, off. oh no know. problem, oh. I guess we're good, fine. Good
0: thing these rocks were made from foam. Yeah, no, like the the the
1: <laughs> Bev is dead. Mm-hmm. Bev is actually dead. Yeah,
0: no,
3: I really like because I went into this being like, oh man, I like I haven't seen this one in years, but I know I saw it. And I was going, I was all excited. It's like this really famous episode, and it's just like I get to the end of the first half and I'm like Holy shit, this was
2: bad. Never meet your heroes, kid. And
3: then you get to David Warner, and it's like, oh, this is why people like it.
2: David Warner was awesome. He was good. Those,
3: every, like, every scene between the two of them was just...
2: Yeah,
1: fabulous. It's actually really, really funny, because I know David Warner took the role three days, with three days' notice. Holy shit. Couldn't, like, didn't get the lines memorized in time, so they had cards up that he read from. Wow. You can't tell. No, you can't. He's a good good
0: actor. Who Who was supposed to do it originally? I didn't see so this is his third appearance, I believe, third appearance. Yeah, Star Trek yes. V, Star Trek VI. Yeah, I don't think there's any other... Yeah, so he was in Star Trek V where he was just a dude, yeah, basically. Yeah, something John. A human. And then you have, obviously, Chancellor Gorkhan in uh, Star Trek Six, which was a small-ish part. But significant. significant. That's but very significant and very well done. He had a great death um, scene with Doc. Yeah. Mm. You know... You know the 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 last of the you know, of the great house leaders, probably. Well, I don't know. Asbator might be fine. Who knows? Either way, by the time by Although the time, the time we by the pieces. time we get to Kempek, <laughs> the spirit of Gorkon has very much left the Klingon Empire, and I can't imagine there would because Kempek was pretty fucking old. I can't imagine there were too many in between Esbatore and Kempek. Mm-hmm. But who knows? And then we get this role, and like so, and this is really what he's. I think most remembered for in Star Trek is is doing this. Yeah, even mm. under all that makeup. Yeah, but yeah, really great. And like this, for me, this is the ep- this is the episode where the Cardassians kind of cement themselves as my favorite
2: sp- baddies. Sp-
0: yeah, my favorite adversarial mm. species. Like what specifically about this? I, I, I because they're just they're just so wicked. Yeah. You know they're they're yeah well well the, well, the Romulans shrewd. yeah well
1: the Romulans are are baddies they kind of they're they kind of yeah they kind of succeed through through sheer luck most well, of the they're time just it seems so
3: busy coming up yeah. with like cartoonish
0: plans like, mustache twirling and like as much as I like Tomaloc, you know like his whole you know I'll tow your ship display its burned out hull in the capital city of Romulus <laughs> oh, wrong.
3: I'm I love the
0: Romulans. Yeah, the Romulans are, are good, but like...
3: But they their schemes are so convoluted. You're I, like, how does this ever work? And
0: like, the Cardassians, the though, and like, I feel like Cardassians at the beginning, like, even even when we first meet the Cardassians, they're pretty good. Like do we they, first meet mm, them
1: in Ensign Rome? No,
0: no. When do we meet uh, them? The, the, uh,
1: oh, I remember. Yes, yes, yes. Uh,
0: I do not. The Wounded. Yeah. yeah. With they, the
1: Captain... Oh,
0: Maxwell? Is that yeah. the one yes. where um, O'Brien ben, ben becomes Maxwell. friends
2: with a person? Yeah. When O'Brien gets and to like be so super they, they racist? Yeah. Start, they yes.
0: started out strong. Yep. And then we see them again in Ensign Row, and they're and they're good. Yep. And then we see them here, and and they're phenomenal. Like you have David Warner, but even the guys that. Are in the negotiations. Oh, the main yeah. guy
2: who's like the leader like, of the. Yeah, he go just had some Mecha, great... I liked him. He had really great like facial He's so facial lizard-y. expressions it's and great. stuff too. Like, oh,
0: so like every time, every time to date that we've had a chance to see the Cardassians in action, they've proven to be really great as as adversaries. What probably
3: helps is that because they weren't. I mean, maybe at this point they were since they knew DS9 was coming up. But at least earlier it was like... It wasn't this conscious effort to make a great new villain. So they just wrote them more naturally. Mm. Like before they wanted the Ferengi to be a villain. And (laughs) wow. Well done, guys. (laughs) And you see that a lot with like... in, in You know, it's a bit of a... You see it in comic books a lot. Is like a lot of the characters that really, really catch on and become repeat villains are not necessarily the ones they were like banking on, mm. you know, very rarely do they sit down, because they create new villains all the time, obviously, but you feel like when they sit down like, they're clearly, or they state that they're sort of trying to make a new, big, recurring bad guy, it almost always fails. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like one of the few times I can think of where they were like, we set out to make a new major villain, and it worked, was, uh, Ra's al Ghul. Like, they said when they created him in the 70s, their hope was that he would become sort of a major Batman figure, and he has hmm But like a lot of the others, you know, the Joker at his first appearance, they killed him at the end. And then people were like, wow, we really love this character. And they were like, oh, he's fine then.
2: <laughs> Good thing he wasn't really dead. Yeah. you can um, live through anything. So I guess that was their boner.
3: <laughs> so, you know, I feel like it's kind of a similar thing here. Where it's like at first they were just like, all right, you know, we got to come with these guys for this one story. And then they brought them back to that other one because I think, Ames, you said they were originally going to do the Romulans but felt like they'd overdone it. Oh,
1: that sounds right.
3: With uh, Ensign Bro or whatever. Mm. And so, it, by virtue of that, they then become. They
1: stumbled upon, oh, these guys are just
3: working. Let's, yeah. And, let's
1: actually keep developing them. And
3: because they decided, fuck it, these are the guys let's instead get of the Mark Romulans Lemo. that did the uh, and like, invasion of Bajor, you know, they end up by default becoming the main, a major figure in DS9.
0: Well, and I also, but I think the. the so, in this show and in, in their previous appearances, they are villains. Yes. You know, they're even in the wounded the implication at the end is oh yeah, they were being Maxwell was right. He just went about it the wrong way. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, they're probably this and they're definitely you know, they were occupying the Bajora and, you know, they were being shitheads to them and they have and then in this show they're obviously evil here. Mm -hmm. So they're not doing a lot to give them a ton of depth. But I think that they're they're the thing that the quality so far that I like in them is is their shrewdness, mm-hmm. you know that they're they're masterful manipulators of yeah. of what they need to do. Yeah. So and and I and you know spoilers a little bit, but they that once in DS9 when we they they are the, the at least for the first several seasons and for for the whole show really they're the main adversary. They are. They're given a lot more depth, yeah, yeah, which I think really serves the characters, it yeah, really serves yeah. the story. And it's
1: interesting because they're not always. And maybe this is just me looking at it with a jaded lens because they're because they're fucking gorgeous to me. <laughs> uh, they
2: are, aren't they? Mm. Um,
1: <laughs> is that they're not only evil? They're they like you can see through and realize you're you. There's a reason. There's a rationality behind this that you think you're what you're doing
2: is right. Well, yeah, the villains are always the heroes of their own story. Yeah. And it's, yeah, very, and it's and very clear it takes, that that's the takes, case with them, which it is It takes nice. good
1: writing for that to be clear in yeah. in fiction, though. Because otherwise, yeah. oh,
2: we need a baddie here. You're just bad for reasons because we need a baddie. Yeah. I love being bad. It's that Bluto song from Popeye. Uh, I Mean. I yes. Mean, that's it, yeah. A terrible song. I've never even heard it. I only know it because you've told me about it. But yeah, so
0: yeah, I, I really do like the Cardassians. Yeah. I think they're probably my favorite villain recurring villain. So
1: far I would agree.
0: And for me, they only get better with uh with more times we interact and see them. Yeah. But uh, this
3: is really a, clearly a major moment for them. Yeah. And it's executed the stuff with Cardassians is executed very, very well.
0: Yeah, and I and I also think that um that this this did I think we talked about this last week where this ep, these episodes did come out before DS nine, but they are the last T N G episodes to air before, yeah, D, yeah. before but, but DS9. Like before DS9 yeah, but before D S nine came out. So I think that was smart because
1: I don't think they originally intended it.
0: I, I th- mean, it's... Because it's, this was a mid-season thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. this was right around Christmas? Yeah, this was
1: just before Christmas.
0: And when and when it came back from the Christmas break, that would have also been the premiere of DS9. Yep.
1: Originally, and sorry if I'm ch- ch- cutting off whatever the hell you're saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you get to talk about Cardassians for five, for five minutes. I can talk about a thing. Yes. Because um, one of our other favorite baddies is here, too. There's a Ferengi here that... <laughs> Dear god, Bev totally just kind of She was giving him herself. Yeah, she that was, was really giving depressing. him umox that was really hard to watch in
2: public. Yeah.
3: Like really but we're doing you, you, That was you,
2: public Umochs. You bring
3: her you bring her along for this mission just so you could have like a seduction scene. Thanks oh, Star uh, Trek. It was upsetting. Well, yes. Worf
2: wanted to do it, but,
1: <laughs> but Yeah, what I was going to say is Damon Solok, the Ferengi there. They were originally going to make him quark. But then they realized fuck, this is going to come out before DS9 airs and no one's going to get it. <laughs> hmm. Just make him another guy. Uh, and they literally, they of all the lines, they only changed his name. Hmm. And the actor. Well, obviously. that's
0: interesting because I don't... That didn't seem very quirky. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> Quark was... I don't think he's as developed at this point. But yeah, well, you know, it's true. probably... Because Quark also, as a character, is so much more than his lines. He's... He's what Armin Shimmerman yeah. does. Yeah, it's every yeah. like
1: every time he bug he opens his eyes wide, it's like there he is. There's my man.
3: But I found funny like, they referred was a large Ferengi. I'm like, what does that mean? Like five foot five? It's
2: Four. a very good height. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, but
3: most Ferengi are like fucking five foot and nothing. Um, It's actually saying I'm surprised we never got Danny DeVito as a Ferengi
0: (laughs) Oh my god That would be kind of great
2: Which led to me saying That to this day My favorite Danny DeVito role Is definitely when he shows up In the beginning of Austin Powers 3 You told us this before
0: I don't remember I, I so I I think I saw that film in the theater in once.
2: The... Me too. Same, but no, that right. was the most memorable really. part of it. Before we get on to torture,
1: which I know we all love, <laughs> I wanted to bring up our our Card- the Card- Cardassian friends again and uh, Angelico. In that, the one thing that I got one of the things I got a little confused about with the with the tactics in trying to get the negotiations happening is Troy ends up you know telling Riker, I believe. When Jellicoe's been pulling his bad cop routine. Mm-hmm. And, and and Riker's like, man, he certainly knows what he's doing, huh? or whatever the fuck Riker says. And Troy's like, no, I sent something else. Oh, yeah, he's li- r- r- he sure
3: is confident or something. Yeah. yeah, And nothing comes of that. Nothing comes of that. Yeah, and I was waiting I got for very, that
1: too. Yeah, I got really kind of let down that it's like, we, we know that there's tension
2: already with you guys. Well, I think her, the point, and they didn't really need to build on it, was just that like he's putting on a big show for everybody by... Doing what he's doing—that's part of
1: negotiations.
0: But that's the thing, like Jellico. For all he was trumped up to be this Ooh, this gr- this great negotiator, great deal maker. Oh, I'm not making a joke. And then it turns out that he's he's actually <laughs> terrible at—he's very really bad at making it. negotiations and deals. And then the <laughs> way he—if f- your t-
2: negotiations end in you having to threaten to blow someone up, you've probably fucked up. Well,
0: yeah. So like that. So he doesn't end up making any kind of deal. No. He just—he just. He just he gets he give, he gets the the jump on them. Yeah, like for all of his bluster, he's actually really bad at his job. Yeah, which is like kind of diminishes Jellicoe as a character because yeah. like oh, he this has... is the master. This is the master of uh, you know he could talk a Kardashian into eating his own shit. Well, uh-huh. You know what
2: they should do? They should give him a reality show. I bet he'd do great with that. Mm. I
1: liked the interactions he had with with Jordy actually a lot because they were they were different from how he interacted with Riker, which was a nice touch. Mm. Even though like Jordy starts off being wary of Jellico and starts to realize, okay, yeah, I can I can talk with you like a person. We can because we're getting stuff done. Because I'm being a professional, where Riker is not. Mm. And they're looking into, like, okay, let's figure out like what the Cardassians are up to. Uh, let's look at this thing where, where we think they're coming from. Oh, are they in this cloud? Are they pulling a con? Who knows? And they figure that that out, and he comes up with this plan. And, you know, I, I do give him some credit for, for the sleuthing that he and Geordi do together. Like, that was some good
2: work. Mm. So, there. I like yeah. how Data immediately turns into a little brown-noser for him. Well, he's <laughs> not
3: time. trying to. Oh, yeah. He's just, he doesn't think to... Why I know
2: he just does his oh, damn can job. We, can we just what all
0: can we just all agree? First of all, though, that data looks terrible. Terrible in red. He and does, does look yeah,
2: terrible. Awful. Red. Really, I thought he looked bad. good in red. No, no I hated it. It, really? It really, he's the only person on the entire planet who can't. Well, he's an android, but the I, so red yeah. was not good for I no. I look look like him. I thought he looked great
0: in red. I think he belonged in yellow. Yeah.
1: I could, I could, I might be okay with blue. But yeah, yeah, I could see blue working.
2: Blue blue yeah. work.
0: It could just be that because we're because there's a there's an episode in the future where we see Picard in blue, and that looks way wrong. So, really? Well, yeah.
2: but Troy went from that fucking purple pajama set what? to actual blue, and she looked great. Yeah, she does, she look does look great. Yeah,
0: but but she was all she was cool colors, right? She was always wearing blues and yeah. purples. And, fair. Whereas y- yellow to red is is, is are those is, both warm colors? They are both warm, but it's it's a big jump. I think it would be sure. like There's
1: a lot of like, like I wouldn't call maroon a cool color. It's no.
0: Pretty okay, warm. fine. But it's that's all, true. Sure. Whatever. All right. I'm wrong. Take
1: that. Take no, but it. I agree with you. I, I don't
2: think it looks good in red at all.
0: But I do, but I did, I, I do think, Sorry. I do think Troy, I think Troy as much as the, 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 her previous outfits were, you know, supposed to be, I guess, sexy outfits i think she's way hotter in the uniform
2: agreed she does she's smoking
1: it fits her form better yeah she,
0: the she snake, looks like an adult the, the
1: black stripe i mean the black stripe makes everybody look like like have like, have that nice curve i don't know even riker i don't
0: know if this is true but i remember reading something about how marina sirtis had basically begged oh i would not doubt it rick berman for years to get to have a regular uniform, but he's insisted on keeping her in that. And then like he fucking would. And then f- finally, like they, she like she managed to convince him like to use this as an excuse to get her to not have to wear the Good shitty clothes. Anymore. I'm
3: sure Rick Berman's a fucking sex pest.
1: Oh, you know what I read, which is a hilarious. Sex pest is reportedly uh, Patrick Stewart hated having Livingston in the in his ready room. <laughs> Uh, he, he rationalized it something to the effect of, "Oh, he doesn't think Picard would have a caged animal." I just, I, I just think he thought the fish was upstaging him, but fish did some great acting.
3: So he was, he was hoping maybe they wouldn't put him back.
1: Maybe, yeah. I, I think, I think it was kind of a nod to Patrick Stewart saying, "There, you got the, we got the fish out. He's coming back, but we got him out for an episode for you."
3: I mean, I'm sure even like other. You know, I'm sure directors would actually would love to have gotten rid of him because you got this big fucking reflective thing on the back of a set that must be a nightmare to shoot around. I know,
1: and continuity with the fish—how do you do that?
3: You don't focus on it too often.
2: <laughs> Maybe the fish just live there. In some shots, time.
0: the fish is upside down. What's up with that? <laughs> Somebody forgot to feed Livingston.
3: <laughs> I, I do wonder how you feed Livingston because getting into that tank can't so be easy. Sure, they just beam the fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in. there's a
1: replicator on the top. Well, there we go. It just goes right in. <laughs> Oh, my very first note uh, when we we're talking about bringing a negotiator in is, oh, another
2: mediator, eh? Troy's going to bone him. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no. Yikes. Not this one. Yeah.
2: Yikes. Could have seen her has... getting down with that Cardassian, though. Hmm.
3: She has some standards.
0: Oh, The
2: Cardassian was hot. I meant
3: Jellico. Oh. So
0: how much do you think the, um, so how sour do you think Riker was getting passed up? Because I think he, everyone was kind of expecting that he would take yeah. command after Picard. I mean, obviously, they got Jellico because he's such an expert negotiator.
3: <laughs> so good with
0: Cardassians. Um,
2: you know what's great about him, too, though? He's not like he's not like a politician. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I really just, think he he'll... He it like it is. He does, and he'll drain the swamp, I bet. Yeah,
0: he's really draining the swamp on the Enterprise. He already got fired Riker and... But, you know, Tried,
2: eh? tried this four-shift thing.
3: Riker, like, for all that, that I feel like... Jellico was annoying, Riker's reaction was the incorrect one, so yes, he was sour.
1: Oh, and thinking about the four shifts thing once more, there was, it reminded me of this problem that was in The Sims, I want to say three, but it might have been one of the other ones, where if you took a certain career path and your Sim got promoted... Uh, suddenly the next job level up, would your the job would literally start the second that it ended just now, now. so your your sim was stuck it, at work for two peri- two shifts in a row, and by the time it was done the, the sim would be like drained of energy and <laughs> happiness and you would just get home and pass out on the lawn. Oh.
2: And that's what would happen with the shift thing. Probably. Well, that's what I was thinking too. It's like, well, this new shift has to start in two hours, and it's like, well, that fucking sucks for whomever's already been at work so for I was trying to six think. Hours. Well,
0: yeah, I was trying to figure out how. So the four shift rotation does that mean everybody's working one six hour shift instead, of, or are they are, are people working like two six hour shifts? one knows? Or are you working like two six hour shifts, but only every two or three six hour shifts every two days? Like I'm trying. Do they to- have
1: weekends? I don't think they have weekends. I would imagine not. I think they just work every day. Well,
2: yeah,
0: you, uh, yeah, of course. I'm just wondering, like, how how how, how does that work? Because I feel like if well, like, that's why it would cause personnel problems. Yeah. Because
2: if they had enough people to do a fourth rotation, they already would have been doing it. You'd think. Well, sure, but I Maybe also, feel, I also like like feel like people like pull doubles for a week. Jellico, being
0: be, I, I feel like it would be uncharacteristic for Jellico to be like, "Yeah, I want to give people more time off." Yeah. So I still feel like at the end of the day, they're probably going to be ending up doing the same amount of shift time. Mm. It just might be a scheduling nightmare because you're basically trying to get like for example if you're trying to get you know three shifts in over two days so that works out to nine hours a day but it would be very irregular yeah no, it's, it's it doesn't make a like, lot of it wouldn't sense. always be on shift a
3: i think jellico might just be an idiot
0: well i'm guessing he has a system um yeah it's probably a system
1: that worked for him on another ship where it was already implemented
2: like, yeah,
3: yeah, it does. It does sound like something you really shouldn't try to install I mean, what overnight.
0: US, what does the U.S. Navy
3: use? Yeah, who it? knows. Anyway, we have actually barely touched on the good parts.
1: <laughs> we talked about Troy's new outfit.
3: True. <laughs> it was funny because all I could think of during the second episode is uh, one of Patrick Stewart's sort of early television roles was getting interrogated by Alec Guinness. In the miniseries version of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy,
1: it's so hard for me to get into that series.
3: He's a uh, he's a Russian spy master, and they have a a really interesting scene. It goes very differently for that character than uh, for Picard, though. He is not being dangled from a ceiling, for one thing.
2: Why not?
3: I mean, they're holding him on very vague pretenses that they know won't hold. It's a whole thing. Yeah, um,
1: Tinker Tailor is it's. It's more complicated, because I've seen the movie, and and learned that I cannot watch the movie. Because yeah, I get very confused by what the fuck is going on.
3: The movie has to cram a lot into, like, two hours.
1: Which movie? King or so Spy. Oh,
2: yeah, it is a lot. Every one of the actors looks exactly the same.
3: <laughs> oh, God. They
2: act exactly the same. I had trouble following it, and I had seen the miniseries. Yeah, I mean, you, should, you
3: should see the miniseries. They look even more the oh, same. Oh, God. Oh, the just some
2: typical that guy's
1: face.
3: The miniseries, having been made in the 70s, is trying less hard to let you know it's the 70s.
0: <laughs>
3: like, I feel like the new movie is very self-consciously, like, the most 70s look they could get for everyone. Whereas in the miniseries, it's just like, yeah, it's just how things are. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It reminded yeah, me. It's like Patrick Stewart getting interrogated, but it was by Obi-Wan Kenobi instead of the MCP.
1: Yeah, well, I know Patrick Stewart was a big fan of doing this episode because I know he's a big supporter of like uh, amnesty and shit. Oh, okay. And when they were started when they started doing rewrites, he got really worried, saying and saying, "No, no, no, don't, don't make it more tame." And they're like, oh no, don't worry, don't worry, Patrick, we're not, we got you covered. We're gonna torture the shit out of you. <laughs> I know. When- I know the BBC cut a lot of it mm. because they're the BBC cowards. But good on Stewart. He had yeah. fun.
3: Good. Good. I imagine they've gotten the uncut version by now, because I know this isn't the first episode we've discussed that, like, they originally got a neutered one. <laughs> but yeah, no, especially towards the end where he's just like, torture doesn't even really work, and you know it. You're just a sad little man.
1: He just likes breaking people. Yeah. No. You know, he, like, he knows that he doesn't have the information. He knew it from the very first scene of this episode where they did the truth ceremony yeah. bullshit. And they're like, ah, oh, he doesn't have the info. He
2: just wanted to well, bend it's... him to his will and make him say that there were only five lights or that there were five lights. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then they were going to be best friends forever afterwards. Yeah. Sadly, that's not the the ending we got. No.
0: Okay, so just to go back to what we were talking about with the shifts real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> so according to uh, Wikipedia... Prior to 2014, the U.S. Navy used a three-shift system with an 18-hour day instead of a 24-hour day, which is basically a four-shift, 24-hour day. Okay. So they had a twenty four four-shift system. The 24-hour Why period, would they keep,
1: still call it a three-shift?
0: Because because you're because you're you're as an as a crew member you are one of the three shifts you're only on one of three shifts. Oh, I see what you're talking There's about. There's just four shifts in a full day. So so
1: you're not you're not working like nine to five. Your shift shifts around. You
0: work for six hours.
1: Yeah, and then you have twelve hours. On, and then you have eighteen 12, hours
0: off. Twelve hours. Twelve hours off because it's then, an eighteen-hour day. And then day. you have yep, yep. another, another six-hour six. shift.
1: So, uh, so some days you're working at midnight, some days you're working at noon, yeah, oh, so basically so it's, so it's basically
0: it's basically a twelve on twelve. 12 it's basically off what they were doing in to, s- to
1: Patrick Stewart and fucking up his internal clock, yeah yeah,
0: so but I think that's mostly for like because I guess on submarines, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyway, you know, no, once true. your your circadian rhythm will adjust, but there's isn't no your, day and night to deal isn't with. Isn't
1: your circadian rhythm like technically long? Like, I think it's supposed to be longer than 24 hours.
0: Couldn't tell you. I think it depends on your body. I think
1: pe- when they've left people like in in like rooms that don't let like, you have senses to the outside world, you they and you know no clocks or fuck fuck all. They naturally like start living uh, on, like, a 25-hour day or something like that. Interesting. Okay. I could so, I could have that off a bit, but it's something like that.
0: That just proves that humans are stupid. Bajor has a 26-hour day.
1: Mm. Mm. Mars is off by a couple
0: hours. It's mm. also a lot smaller than Earth, though, so... True. Makes sense. More Martians, though. Mm.
2: <laughs> Tons. And more Martian mellows, also.
0: Oh... I get it. Marshmallows
2: Marshmallows. That's the joke I was actually trying to make. I just fucked it up.
0: So, yeah.
2: <gasps> we got to see a weasel.
0: What? Oh, The little, what, creature, the little creature that J- the girl had.
1: Jalora had a pet, pet wombat. And oh, it was yeah. very cute. It was just a, about her it pet. Was basically just a ferret. Yeah, but it was, I thought yeah, it was a yeah, ferret. It was funny. really
2: cute.
0: Yeah. Um, well, at least they didn't glue horns to it. like They did that poor dog <laughs> in, uh, in The Enemy Within. <laughs> yeah.
3: That was crazy though. Just, just that that whole scene was really quite good with with a the, the child. They don't care yeah. about their children. Yeah, like just the leader. real like, yeah, the real like It's like, oh man, that's that's what everyone tells their children about the enemy. So.
2: That's true. That's what we're told about lots of other people. Yeah,
3: no, it's it's you know,
2: I don't yeah. think anyone ever told me that about other people. I'm really glad because it's
0: fucked up. But yeah, I mean that was. That was a, a tactic that was famously employed by the Nazis. Yeah, you know, sure. To yeah. dehumanize the enemy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's certainly not a, a, a unrealistic thing to do. Yeah,
3: well, it's great because, again, it's David Warner, and he says it with this, like, loving sincerity, which just makes it all the more chilling. I
2: thought the 1984 shtick was a little bit
3: yeah. Well with the lights? Yeah. Oh, is that? I've never read Nineteen Eighty Four. I, so. I
1: recently, I just watched the movie a week ago because fun. Because um, <laughs> the movie is just fun. Is it good? I've never. It's seen it. It's very good. You get to see a lot of a of a not terribly attractive chick naked, but no, <laughs> a lot. Like, a, like she's naked most of the movie. It's Can I
2: titty? have a more attractive? Have you woman not seen Nineteen Eighty Four? I think I saw it in like
0: in high school English I'm... class when they might have cut out the titties yeah i remember watching it in high school in high yeah, school titties. and
1: definitely seeing the titties and not i didn't remember how much titty and bush there was mm.
0: oh uh, yeah i feel like my high school would have cut that out because people there's were not, people would be no way, movie left people got way too excited about about titties i remember there was one time we watched some movie i think it was shakespeare in love i think that has some titties and uh, it was a bad scene.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, we watched that in high school too. It may have been, I know, some movie. It was, you know, not shown in class. It was a come after school and we'll show you the movie if it's okay with you kind of a thing. Mm. I forget if that was that movie or another one. Oh. But yeah, watching uh, 1984, so O'Brien, the principal interrogator, torturer guy, tortures Winston for. A long, long time in the movie. And one of his tactics after, you know, stretching him out on the rack and doing all this other
2: bullshit Putting to Putting a box of rats over his head. Oh, that was a great scene. Was, you know, he holds up four fingers and says, how many fingers do you see? And the guy's like, four. Oh, so that's really funny. And in the book, it's what's two plus two. Mm. So it's different. Go on. Yeah, sorry. he uses his,
1: the fingers and says, what if I told you that there were five? And the guy's like, but that but there but there are four. And he's like no no, I'm going to teach you that there are five. And he's like okay, that there's five and he zaps him anyway. And he's like nope, you're you are you're just saying that cuz cuz like you want me to hear that because you want you want me to believe you, but you don't believe it yourself. And it takes him just, he wears him down all movie long until he's like, I, there's as many fingers as you want. I don't know how many fingers there are anymore. Dear God, what is life? I'm a fucking mess of a man.
2: Help me do it to Julia. <laughs> well, in
0: the book, he does eventually believe that two plus two equals five. Right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Two plus two is five, and he loved Big Brother. Mm. Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: Now, did Julia get the rats in my question? No, probably. I want to think so.
0: Jesus.
2: Um, Wasn't she like.? I don't remember a lot of it. So I got fucked. I had to read the book in school. I didn't the get to book's watch the great. movie. Oh, we yeah, had to, re- fine, yeah, we had to
0: but... read the book. The book was great. We well, Why didn't had, we get
2: had... the movie as payoff uh,
0: We had a good uh, dystopian literature class in high school where I think we read that and we read the uh, Al- Al- Aldous Huxley. Mm, uh, Brave New World. Her in high 451. We didn't do 451. <gasps> I had to
2: read that in ninth grade. I didn't yeah. like it. Oh, I love that book. I I, lo- I love. Tri- I should probably like... try it again someday, but I didn't like it then.
3: Dystopian fiction's hard to get into right now. <laughs> Living in one, so I think
2: if that makes it all the more easy to get into.
3: Well, well, I don't, I don't, don't know. Wait, the, uh, wait, wait until things are less depressing. When's that gonna be? Who the fuck knows?
2: I know. I've been thinking about trying to watch uh, the Handmaid's Tale, and I'm like, I don't know if I could. I don't know uh, if my spirit can take not, it. Have you not seen it? It's I haven't pheno- seen it it's yet. Phenomenal. No. It, it, is, really, it is really, really dark. As of course. Fuck. Well, it the is book so, is uh, yeah. incredible. It's like
0: it's 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 almost it's like some of it is like they say that Saw. And like seven are torture porn movies. This is like dystopia psych- psych- psychological torture porn. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like that intense. Yeah, i am um, well, not ruin any of it. But at least we should watch it together. I would do that. Do. See, I love that.
3: I, I've never really been into dystopian stuff in a big way anyway.
2: Because um, <laughs> real life is fucking depressing enough. I love it. I love because like, I'm
1: really into world building that's and fair. those kind of worlds like, are very intricate. Fahrenheit
3: 451. Intricate. I love. That was when I had to read for school, so I read it and I loved it.
2: Which one Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Yeah,
3: Blade Runner is a dystopia of sorts, but it's a cyberpunk dystopia, and that's a slightly different variant.
2: Well, and also the book is shit.
3: Oh, the book is terrible. Yeah, you no, know, Blade Runner is infinitely better than Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep.
1: You know what I love is I know um, Aldous Huxley after 1984 came out, he sends George Orwell a letter I think, being like, "Ah, nice work, but you know, you, you did it wrong. You made it. You made the society evil, and you made them. You made all. Made everyone like made it oppressive. When really you should like." The success of Brave New World is that they, they don't know they're being oppressed.
3: Mm. Well, that's why, part of the reason I like...
1: He was fa- just, Huxley was also kind of an asshole, which is
2: great. <laughs> Fair.
3: But that's actually part of the reason I kind of prefer Fahrenheit, is because, like...
2: They decide
0: themselves... To start they all basically
3: books. just make their society suck willingly. Yeah. And that feels way more realistic.
0: Well, it's basically what a third of our country does. Yep. Um, yeah...
1: We
3: well, this has become a depressing tangent. Anything else David to say
1: Warner? about this? David Warner I is think great. Even though I always, even though I always know it's coming, um, Picard, uh, Picard's screaming about lights gives me chills every time. That oh, was so good. He's so great.
3: That was well. The thing is, I couldn't remember if he ever gave in or not
0: either. So for He'd me, he almost sick, did, but he does. Uh, but he does say at the end, yeah, that uh, he he saw five lights.
3: Yeah, but he still said it.
2: Do you see this man, Caitlin? Yes, I see it. For those of you at home... Why do you hate that mat He has so He has
3: pulled more things off of his mat, and now he is, like, fondling his nipples with two of them.
2: Well, I was thinking more <laughs> like they were representing they his were very, were very they long, were long <laughs> elongated nipples. Now, don't touch me with those. Jay's rubbing his nipples all over Chris now.
3: God. <laughs> the
2: saga of this
3: goddamn placemat. woo You can
0: play drums with them. Um, oh, dear. Anyway, um... Yikes. Yeah, I, I, you know, as as much as I love the scene with the child and, and, the weasel. and the weasel, I still think my favorite thing that he does to Picard is the, you're free to go, oh, mm. we'll just torture Beverly yeah. Crusher instead. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's
1: cruel. See, yeah. that's him being super cruel. Yeah. And yes, they totally would have killed Worf. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, we got the woman, we're going to torture her.
2: The Klingon's dead. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't put up with it, so we just killed him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they, they do that. That seems right. Yeah.
0: Someone should splice this episode in they should they should cut right from the right before the guards come in mm-hmm. and then splice in him waking up from the inner light. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, How long? Twenty, twenty-five minutes. <laughs> Twenty five minutes. Hmm. Yeah. No, my
1: my favorite moment is after Madrid has been talking about his childhood bullshit. Oh yeah, and then and then he calls him Picard, and just the glee in Picard's face, like ah, I got you to call me Picard. Yeah, that
0: <laughs> yeah. little pain gadget that he had. Mm.
1: I thought it was gonna forgetting what the, what happened in this episode. I thought it was gonna pull a loss, and it was gonna be a ruse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't lost; they fake doing that, and it's funny. Yeah. Do you think he really
2: had more than one of those controllers? Oh, were, absolutely. I
0: just wonder. I mean, I feel like he, he only left it out so that Picard yeah. would try and go for it. Yeah. Like he was, Still, nothing yeah. he did was an accident, yeah. other than when he got flustered in that one scene. Yes. Yeah, when
3: he said too much. So now we've got to get go what we've had. We've had Simulated. We've had...
1: Oh, yeah. Troy cannot uh, fucking therapize this guy enough.
3: We've got Inner Light, and now we've got tortured by Cardassians for God knows how many days.
2: I think they just, at this point, need to wipe him out and start over.
3: <laughs> yeah. And he was a kid for a day or two. Which...
0: Oh. card hasn't had a, had a And he was in an yet. elevator
2: with kids.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the worst. Yeah, that's seriously. the worst one. That's why
3: got, that's that's why Madrid couldn't break him. Like, it's still better than that time with the fucking children. And, like he ru- and,
0: he, and he ruined O'Brien's life, so he must have guilt from that. No. <laughs> what? He performed the wedding.
2: Oh, I knew that's no. what you're talking about. But I don't think he has any regrets. He's probably like, "Good, they'll be off my ship soon." <laughs> sweet, sweet Picard accent.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only thing, the only regret of this episode for me might be that
1: both of them are part two.
0: Well, just in general, just mm-hmm. that like it does have flaws. I forgot uh, the flaws. Well, there are. There's definitely some flaws. <laughs> But I also think it would be it would have been interesting if uh, the, if O'Brien was still on the show because he has mm. strong opinions about Cardassians. Mm.
1: That's why I really wanted Roe to be in it. Yeah, Roe would
0: have been good. Row would have been Ro. better
1: than Crusher in nearly every way. Yeah,
0: I think Roe or O'Brien would have been great in this episode. Yeah, like because O'Brien and O'Brien could have had uh, some some moments with Jellicoe Yeah, riffing on the Cardies. Mm. Yeah. What? You hate
3: him too? Great, let's have as many shifts as you oh, want. no. Yay. 98 shifts as long as I get to call him Spoonheads. Mm.
1: When does he call him Spoonheads?
3: I don't know if he ever does, but it is a term we'll hear eventually. Yikes. Yeah, no, it is a The slur. Spoonies.
0: Cool. Well, Anything more on uh, that which is dead? Mm. How many lights do you see? That which survives?
2: I thought it was quite good. I, I, really, I liked it.
3: Actually, from this angle, I can literally only see four active lights. Oh, there you go. And another three that are off.
0: There are five, bitch. All right, well, cool. Well, so this was our uh, coverage of uh, the train of command. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was something. I, I mean, some mixed, some mixed opinions on this one, but yeah. uh, I think you know, it was a it. surprise. Yeah, yeah, um, amazing Patrick Stewart stuff. Well, next oh yeah, week, uh, yeah, I know
1: the producers tried really hard to get him a hemi nom, I think, and did not.
3: That's like we said a few weeks ago. They like, don't give
1: it to sci-fi. They
3: don't. They don't give it to genre stuff nowadays. The tides are beginning to shift a little, but back then it we was would just definitely a win no for that go. shit.
1: Now it was amazing. Yeah, mm. I'm really looking forward to the Patrick Stewart series because. Yeah. If only because he's going to bait the hell out of the committees. So. <laughs> Hopefully. It's like, look at me. I'm still great.
3: Hope Gritty's well, on it. Is, that's it. the thing. I just.
0: I card and Gritty. My, old, my old big concern is that he doesn't have it anymore. That he's we aged f- out of it. Patrick no. Stewart has? Patrick Stewart yeah. will
1: never age I out of it. I'm. I'm... Wolverine is the one. Logan. Logan. Yeah. Logan is the one but that. But he was playing a feeble Eisner.
0: old version of himself. Of of of. Professor yeah, X, but
1: that's proving how awesome. Who he had is.
0: lost his marbles?
1: I'd be fine with that. No.
0: Yeah. We oh could, no. We could have uh, you know, Arumatic this the inner light. Has finally drove him nuts. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. There is there is.
1: Oh, that's right. He's got
2: Sark's brain.
0: He's got Sari's Brain. He's got Caden. Uh,
2: Kay- uh, brain. He's got other Locutus problems. brain. 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 What is brain? Um, That's right. He's
0: mind melded with both Spock and Sari.
3: Yeah. There's just too much going on in his head. Yeah.
0: Livingston. So anyway, I am <laughs> looking forward to the show. I just hope it lives up to expectations. Because the expectations are fucking sky high. I have zero sure.
2: expectation, which means no matter yeah, I'm what keeping it is keeping mind super well, level. See, the thing
0: is, like, I feel like people were hyped for Discovery. Yeah, I wanted like, to be because, better than Because it was Discovery. like it was the first Star Trek in. In you know, in over a decade, the first Star Trek show in over a decade.
1: Ugh, fucking Kelvin's time.
0: And then you have, um, and then but then this show, it's not just because, and I think a lot of people were disappointed with Discovery for better or worse, for whatever reason they had.
1: And the Discovery tried to compensate. And,
0: ah. And then, um, but then you have this show, which is like, not only is it a beloved character, mm-hmm. there's just such a great risk so i think it's good to keep your expectations on but i don't think that's going to change the fact that there's going to be a shitload of hype
3: oh yeah no i mean like i'm personally going in with with very subdued expectations but you can already tell a lot of the nerds have gotten themselves too worked up and no matter how good it is they are going to be disappointed of course like even if it is excellent it's not going to be what they. The problem is way too many people just want another TNG, and they're not going to get
0: it. I think the. Big, that's
1: not how television is these days. I think the
0: one thing because I just read today that the the head writer, like one of the top, one of the writers they got, is the same writer who did. Um,
1: Rick and Morty.
0: No, that's the cartoon. That's the cartoon show. No, he's the same writer that did the uh, the second short track, the one with. Uh, oh, Calypso. Oh, Calypso. Calypso? Calypso! oh,
1: that's the best one.
0: Yeah, and and he and they there was some quote by him where he. Apparently he went in. So the the showrunner Alex Kurtzman, who's also the showrunner on Discovery, you know, had this guy come in to talk about doing Star Trek for writing for the Picard show, and the guy basically, according to this quote, was like, "Yeah, you you're totally doing it wrong with Discovery. Here's mm-hmm. here's how you do it." And then he and then the quote was like, basically, "Can you send me this article? I'll see if I find it. Yeah. I find it." So that that gives me some hope. Assume, but then again, you know, oftentimes even having a good writer un you know network interference and other nonsense can fuck things up so we'll see what happens i'm i'm hopeful but yeah i wouldn't get your hope your hype up too much until uh we actually see it try
1: and stop
0: me alright well anyways folks that's it for these episodes and next week on our star to steer her by we will talk about two episodes of the star trek generation next yay! first we will just, we will have the return of a beloved crumpet stuffing holodeck character oh, in fun. ship in a bottle nice ship in a Pulaski bottle Pulaski better join him um no, so uh we, so we get that so uh that's, that's a little fun one ah <sighs> Can we just not do Aquiel? I've never. I think that's why we have to do Aquiel. And Aquiel, Aquiel, Aquiel. So it's
2: a good episode, is what you're saying? Oh my lord! The best.
0: It's the best. It's gonna be on our top. I just, I just, you know, it's just so, it's so much of a moving. It makes the inner, inner light look like a Adam Sandler film in terms of. Like, quality and emotion. <laughs> and like, you're just gonna, you're gonna I love the example you cited. i was trying Jake? to think of the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
2: We've lost all our listeners now. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's truly a truly, magnificent... Truly,
2: outrageous.
0: Example of... Okona? Oh, Aquil. Oh, God. All right, well, we'll talk about it next week on A Star to Steer Her By. Until then... Find us online, Star Trek, the star to Seer her by. That's the name of our show where you can find our search. That's the one you should type in the search bar on Facebook.com. If you're on Twitter or Tumblr, you should type SSHB podcast. Shib podcast. And if you're on the regular internet, type in SSHB Podcast.com.
1: And that goes to our Tumblr still.
0: Yeah. And if you're on iTunes, type in a star to see her by podcast. You can also do that on Google and on SoundCloud, and if you're on any other podcast thing, you can do that. You can type that. type type. You know, you know the name of the show. I guarantee I don't need to tell you every week what these things are, but I'm gonna keep doing it because, uh, you know, because it makes Caitlin laugh. It makes everyone happy, and that's what I do. I'm a happy, I'm 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 the I'm the Captain Jellico of this show. <laughs>
1: Getting rid of fish Putting Troy in a good uniform
0: So anyway That's all we got My name has been Jake This has been Chris
2: This has been Ames And this is always Caitlin
0: There are four shifts (laughs) Uh, Nice Okay, fine. I won't do that big hello. Because I do it's that a too lot. too late.
2: You've literally already deafened Chris. <laughs> Shit.
0: All right. All right. What? All right. Just quit. Chris, as you're editing this, start record. Start the recording now. But he... That's not how recordings work. All right. All right. I'm going to say... Hold on. I'm going to say as quietly as possible. Chris,
2: start the recording now. Okay, perfect.
0: It's, I'm like, it's like, oh, let's do a whole episode like that stupid Michelob commercial. Which
2: what? What commercial?
0: From the, from... Hello
1: and welcome to. Oh God, yeah, during the I saw that.
2: <coughs> <coughs> a Star Trek podcast.
1: What's the name of that that affectation that people have where they like fucking calm uh, SM- over nice like Asthma. pretty pretty noises ASMR,
2: right? No, now you fucked everything up. It's fine. Oh, my Jake, shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shh. Oh, he done you, told you like twenty this times. This episode. No, don't do that. You can't do that, Jake. I'm doing it. Please don't, because I, you almost gonna be a our weird. audience is coming. Because I to say we're gonna make Ames come, and then we're all the gonna audience, be embarrassed.
0: The audience is so hard. <coughs> They're almost as hard as I am. Oh
2: no! Which is very hard. Oh, oh God, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I need a doll. I just going to say that.
0: All right, fuck it. All right, we'll do it, real We'll do it the real.